This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello, people. It's Jared Freed, your trusty co-host of the UAP podcast. I have shows that were scheduled for Long Island this weekend. Those shows are being scheduled due to COVID and state laws with having outdoor shows. So they're being rescheduled. So if you got tickets for the Long Island shows this weekend, they will be transferred to the new date in January. If any of you want a refund, you can call the box office of the club. It's Governor's Comedy Club. It's Here's the number, 516-731-3358. Again, 516-731-3358. You get a full refund, no questions asked, or your tickets will be transferred to the date in January. Also, this is kind of what's going on in the world. Uh, there's a lot of quick changes. So I have been booked instead in Nashville, Tennessee. A little different than Long Island. I'm going to be in Nashville this weekend doing five shows, Friday through Sunday. Socially distanced, 50% capacity. I will be there with lots of new material. It's going to be loose and fun, and I can't wait to come to Nashville because I've been a few times and I just love the crowds down there. Uh, so listen, if you want to come to any of the Nashville shows and bring your friends that you've been quarantining with or corn potting with or people that you've been close with, come on out, bring the whole group chat. Uh, you, it's going to be at Zany's Nashville this weekend, and you can go get tickets. My website, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Nashville this weekend, Long Island. I'm sorry. I love coming out there to Governors. We're moving it to January, so that's Long Island has been moved to January. Nashville is now this weekend. I'll be in your town. I'm there to make you laugh. So I hope you guys can come out. And we'll be doing more shows in the future. Again, I got Philly, Raleigh, all these different dates. But I really appreciate you guys hanging with me and coming out when you can and feel good about it. So jaredfree.com for tickets. DM me if you have any questions. I'm always here. Enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to You Up. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's happening? We've hit September. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. It's crazy. This year is, we say this every week. It's, it's, weird. <laughs> it's a weird time. It's a weird um, times. New normal, unprecedented. How many new, I mean, these words are now just a, a fixture in our vocabulary. Exactly. Well, if this is airing on September, we recorded this one a little early. This is airing September 9th. My birthday was September 7th, so I'm sure I had a great birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. The big, one. The, the big three one, I was about to say, you got the engagement. You got you got the greatest gift of them all. Do you expect a birthday gift this year? I could die year? tomorrow. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> what is, is, is there is there an expected birthday gift after like um what what could I, you buy <laughs> i'm going into it with zero expectations for one okay. i got a very large gift um less than a month ago so a i'm okay shiny yeah. gift 
maybe something small and thoughtful, but not necessary. But like a card would be nice. Maybe we know we and, know and Jordana likes dinner. a card, a dinner yeah. and a card. I I think that's reasonable, right? I think that's sufficient. I would I would be very um, happy with both of those things. Um, Thirty one is very like anticlimactic. I would say it might be like the most uneventful of dates. Sure. It's um. so I've been like I'm on not to plug. I mean, I'm not even going to give it away, but I'm on cameo, but I'm hard to find. But I get like some birthday. <laughs> How are you hard to find? Well, I mean, not to get too in the weeds here, but if you uh, there, Apple takes like uh, Apple's like Apple is like a, a mob boss. They always skim a little money off the top. So if you opt out of Apple, whatever then you don't get and then you're not searchable on apple oh, not on, pushing on a, you up okay so whatever so now i whatever but every time i get a birthday one it's like sometimes they'll be like wish my friend a 27th birthday i'm like that's a shitty age 27 really not i know you're 27 <laughs> just like i'm 20. yeah no present for 27 hint hint no I, <laughs> so but then i'm like 31 same thing like you're yeah. you know 30 35 a little bit more important just because that's like the center you the know fives and the zeros the fives and yeah. the zeros are really those monumental ones where you kind of lose like you lose your mind a little bit because you're like oh my god life is passing me by every day is closer <laughs> to death but um you kind of so forget fun. about it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you kind of forget about it in between i think once you once you're done with 30 it does seem kind of kind of a thing where i'm like am i even really gonna do like a friend thing or am I just going to get want, dinner and call it a day? Do you know what I mean? It, it, there is. <laughs> also, like, you don't want to be that friend that's like, yeah, well, I'm 32. What are, we doing? what are we doing? It's like, no, no, no. We have our own lives. We we actually have things. I guess that's the hardest part about being single past 30 is like now you you become, I would assume you would feel that you're an inconvenience to someone. You're like, hey, I'm 32. There was no, and, and this is where arguments happen between friends because you're like, to, hey. once people have to get a babysitter to come to your birthday, then you're totally. like, <laughs> and, and your friend who has a baby is like, nothing's as important as a baby, and you're like, yeah, but I don't have one. I'm 32. I still need a reason to go out. You know, right. like I still have to. Like, how do I? Like, I have to go out. I have to leave here. You know, so. I understand how annoying that would be as a 32-year-old single person. You're like, hey, let's get the troops together. And all the troops are like, we're tired. Uh, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy for you. Happy birthday. This is great. Thank you. What are we talking about today, Jordana? Today, we are talking about passwords in a relationship. Now, passwords like like during sex to like... You know, if I say, no, that's a code. I, I feel like that's a that's a code. Okay, it's a code word, right? Maybe more. Um, it, do you do you have any of Jess's passwords? Does she have any of yours? Do you know your phone? I don't, your phone code. Jess, you know my phone code, right? She knows my phone code. She knows my computer password. Um, I don't know any of hers except for her package <laughs> password. But it's the same. What? She says everything's the same, but I just don't remember. I, I thinking off the top of my head, I don't have it. Are you guys sharing password? Um, but I, I, but also let me say, the way you know, Jess has my phone password because it's like, hey, can you get something off my phone? 
or take a video and it's like she's like oh what's your password it wasn't like this wasn't a monumental exchange Jess said that an un- underrated monumental moment in a relationship is when you share the password that you would use in a hotel room safe. Do you agree with that? Um, so you like, I don't know if I agree with that just because is that trying to say like you, you trust that the person won't, won't steal. Well, I would say stuff? that like, like, so I would like say, AT- cause you know, that's like your ATM pin. Well, you know, that's like the, f- <laughs> like, like in my family, my, my greater family, my dad's, side of the family we all have the same code like, oh, yeah, it's like, like a garage like, code from growing a garage, up exactly yeah. so the garage code from growing up for me became the password the the code to get into the hotel safe so right. there is i do agree with jess where i understand what she's saying where it's like you have become more intimate with each other because you have just learned what the family code is at right. that point. They've been integrated into your life in a way that they know that this is like what pretty much anyone in your family prop. You had to steal any of their debit cards. You could probably <laughs> yeah. get some cash with that number. Sure. And if you said that number to my parents, they would go, oh, you know the number. Like it's, it's just like it, right. it is a, a, a feeling of like we're, we're sewing together the cloth of our lives. For so sure. To speak. What do you, what do you, um, th- how about you? What's going on with you and Mike and passwords? Yeah, I agree. We've never had like a formal exchanging of passwords, but like I've had to get into his phone. I know he probably doesn't know mine, but I know his phone password just yeah. from like having gotten something in there. We have an open computers pretty much. The you computers know, are open. There's a bunch of them. So, uh, or like if they're not, if they're locked, we have passwords to all them. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was I never mean, like a formal, like, Write down, write down all your passwords so that like I can get in at any time. Slide it across the table. You put yours on yours, and I'll put mine on a piece of paper. We'll slide it across like it's a a negotiated contract dispute. I think in the best of worlds, it just kind of happens subtly, gradually over time, where like you kind of just get to know those things. But that that leads us to the question of the emailer, which I think this is going to be a different kind of scenario. Sure. I I just think like it's it's the password thing is again like there are little tells as to where you stand like again the phrase are we on the same pa- page are we on the same page is a phrase that's used a lot in a relationship you're never going to like be told the page number but there are moments in relationships where the page is you're forced uh, to face face the fact that you might not be. You you're you're yeah, you're figuring out what chapter that person's on. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It 
has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do the email. Let's let's get into it. All right. So she writes, Hey, J&J, huge fan of the podcast, trilogy, J Train batches you up. Love all of it. Thanks so Ooh. much. I don't know if this has been addressed in the podcast before. I was wondering if I can get some insight. My boyfriend and I have been dating for over a year now and currently live together. And we've had our fair share of ups and downs. And we're slowly turning into an off and on again relationship. We have each other's passwords to each other's phones for a while now. But recently, I found out he was messaging other girls when he's not with me and then deleting them. This has happened a few times before and I forgave him, but I asked him to not delete any messages. Then I found out he still talks to other girls and deletes the messages, which at that point I asked him for all his social media passwords. He put up a big fight about it and we practically broke broke up over it. He ended up giving me his password to Instagram, but not Snapchat. Am I crazy for this? Would appreciate any insight. Additional notes, LOL. Mostly the messages with girls are innocent, but a few times they've been inappropriate. Our relationship has been really rocky lately. I love him and I want to work it out, but I'm, I'm almost at my breaking point. I just want to prove a point that people who have nothing to hide would give up their, their passwords. Am I right? Oi, oi, I, I, let me. Where to start? Where to start is, is right. And I, I, again, like a lot of times we get an email like this and I'm sure there's a lot of listeners being like, Dom Pam. Like, that's just the easy. He's an asshole. Dom Pam. Like, I listen, we'll get there to those people yelling that. You know what this reminds me of is when we had Jax Taylor on. 
Yeah. And he had that huge Vanderpump rules like cheating scandal where he had, was cheating on his now. Now she's his wife at the time. She was his girlfriend. <laughs> and sure then their solution happy. to that was that like she just had all his passwords. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and I remember we it was a little bit uncomfortable because I said to him, I was like, that's kind of both. We, we both well, agreed. S- it's, it's bullshit. Yeah, well, you said something that was very, like, accurate. Like, to do that is almost like to say, here's my password is sort of like, you know, waving the one thing in front of them. And then you said you you phrased it a lot better. It was like a magi- it was like a magician. I'm doing this with my right while doing bad with my left type of right. thing. Like, and yeah, it's a- right. To make what you do seem even more innocent when it's probably like not. So, yeah, th- I mean, this relationship is over. Let me let me make a let me just say to this emailer and I, I I'm trying to say it we only get to speak to the emailer so I, I I I know they're a big fan she's a big fan she says she listens to these podcasts I I love her for that but I I want and and because I love her I want to get, make it as clear as possible this relationship is over well here's and, yeah it's over and right? I think she should, yeah, and she should want it to be over because this relationship is turning her, what I would imagine, into, is into the worst version of herself. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. And because we're reading this email, like, we both like this person. They are a supporter of this show. Like, I have no reason right. to come down hard on her. What, but I, I think it's, like, just like what you said, like, when she writes this in, there's people listening, and I'm sure they're going, Oh, you idiot. Like, and, and I don't mean she's an idiot, but it's turning her into the worst, like the idiot, the person that you're right. like. And she probably turns to us because her friends are done hearing it. Well, it's like it's turning. into. I guess what you're saying is like she looks stupid and like that's sort of one. That's one part of it. But it's also like the worst version of yourself is also someone who like needs to like control the person that they're with or needs to monitor the person they're with. That doesn't yeah. make you a good partner because like that that's not someone that I would want to be with is someone who's like tracking me or like, or sure. kind of like, I, yeah, I always I felt was like watching me or looking at me. Like that's not a good version. If I was with someone, I mean, I can totally see a, a situation where I would become that person. If I was like paranoid that someone was cheating on me or was going to, and that would be like, not a version of myself that I like very much. Well, yeah, that, 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 that is also what she will realize later is that like, this no good relationship starts from this. Like, like you know, no, no good relationship starts from, well, now that we have the passwords, we're good to we're go. Great. Like, <laughs> that's not how it works. Like, and, and there's like an old saying of like, if you're confused, it's not right. And when it's easy, it's, that's, it's right. Like, you'll never be confused when it's right. And it's like, this is one of those scenarios where she's like, She's trying to spin all the plates and then like, and she's like, well, if I get them all up, then we're all good. And it's like, no, but now you have no arms to hug this person with. You're right. too busy spinning plates. Yeah. And I think it's kind of like, I mean, like we've talked, it's like, it's not weird to have someone not want to give you their password. I don't agree with her last statement of like, if you have nothing to hide, why wouldn't you give me your password? Yeah. I don't agree with that either. Like, I, and, and also, I mean, the fact that he gives one and not the other, like, like that again, like it sounds like, and he's texting with other women and sometimes it's deleted. And it's like all of this, like, I think she's got to reverse her perspective, right? Right. She needs to step out of the situation and look at it almost as like, as an outsider. 
Like if you saw this, if you saw this going on with a different couple, what would you think? You would think they need to end. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You would say like this relationship has no trust. There's like clearly, you know what I mean? Like you shouldn't be with someone on either side. It's like he shouldn't be with someone who like he has to like sneak around like or like, you know, have monitoring all these things and she shouldn't be with someone that she can't trust. Yeah, and the answer to her question should be in the way we spoke about, like, how we have our significant other's passwords. Like, yeah, when she need, Of course, Jess has my password. She, I gave her my phone to, like, take a picture or take a video of me once. Like, of course, Mike has the password to the, the computer. We share computers. Like, it, 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 there was never a point of, like, well, if I don't have the password, we're in trouble. Like, it was, it was never a right. tactic. Yeah. And I mean... I mean Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I was going to say, I think that there are times when like people get paranoid or people get suspicious, but it doesn't sound like she has nothing. This doesn't sound like she, to defend her for a second. doesn't sound like she's like, there's no basis for her doing this. Like she's not like, com- oh, she's no, not like, I, oh I, I just, I just need total control over everything. Like, there is no, no, no reason for that. I understand why she wants them. The, the the house of crazy gets built log by log. Like it's, you know, it starts at who are you texting? And then it gets to, well, let's exchange passwords. And then it gets to give me your, why well, don't I have your Snapchat password? You know, like, it, 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 and then you're just covered in, it, it, this isn't, you don't start this way. This is in, in I, I get what she says she writes something very specific in her email. There's two things that I picked out. Our relationship has been really rocky lately. I love him and want it to work out. Both people have to want it to work out. You want it to work right. out, and he seems to want it to be exactly how it is. So he is not working with you as far as like, hey, become growing up with you, maturing with you, stopping the kind of the hiding these th- his Snapchat from you. Like, if, if it feels wrong, it's wrong. And, and to me, she knows this feels wrong. The other thing she wrote, I want to prove a point. The minute you say I want to prove a point, the relationship is over. The minute you make this about relationships in general, like I don't get, you know, we talk about relationships generally here and men and women like, yeah, but like none of this like gives, this isn't for me to win or for you to win. This is about having the conversation. And we're right. having it together. Like the minute you go, I just want to prove a point in your relate. Really? Like, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? What do, you, what do you want? Do you want to be right or happy? Right now, you're trying to be right in the face of being happy. Like it, it, w- b- putting happiness and turn, aside. Right. And it turns out you're both wrong and unhappy. <laughs> yeah, there it is. So, it, it, and I think this happens in a lot of relationships where you're like, it, it kind of feels like you're losing at the blackjack table and you're like, let me just get back to even, you know, you got, you sat at the table with a hundred dollars and now you got 50 bucks and you go, well, no, I gotta, I gotta get back to a hundred. This happens in, in investing too. When you lose 50% of your, of, of your investment, you don't have to, it's not that you have to make 50% back. You have to make a hundred percent back to get back to even. Right. If you lose, so just cut if, your losses. So cut your losses. You're never going to make 100% back on this guy. You're never going to make 50% back on this guy. You're never going to get to even. It's over. End it. And yeah. And I would say the more you like stay in it and keep doing this thing where you try to control the person, the more you get into like 
you get into pretty bad habits that you're going to, you're, this is not going to work out with this guy and you're going to bring that to your next relationship, your next relationship. You're going to say, and I need to see your phone and I need your password, but that's not a healthy thing. But I can see how, how if you're with someone who's constantly sort of deceiving you or constantly being shady, you sort of, you can work that into your head. where like, no relationships, like the way to avoid shadiness in relationship is to share everything. Like, no, yeah, no, the way to avoid shadiness in relationships is to be with someone who you don't, you inherently believe is not shady. Just rephrase. Yeah, exactly. Just rephrase the question. I want to prove a point that people who have nothing to hide would give up their passwords. Am I right? How about you change the question? Do I want to be with someone who I feel is hiding things behind my back? Right. No. And, and that, so I think if she reread her email and phrased it more of like, do I want to be with someone who texts, uh, who uh, messages do I other have to girls? Monitor? Yeah, yeah, who I have to monitor. No, you don't. I don't. You don't. Right. right? Yeah. Like, imagine if you had a housekeeper and constantly, and you caught them. You know, they, you caught them stealing something from your house, or yeah. or something like that. Your solution to that wouldn't be like, I'm going to set up cameras, and I want, I want you to know. <laughs> like, you'd be like. I mean, that might be a solution generally, I guess, to like home security. But like, you wouldn't be like, okay, you keep working here, and I'm just gonna like watch you from like my desk at work. Yeah, no, you're no, gonna get a like, new housekeeper. Right, yeah, you're gonna get a new housekeeper that's not stealing from you. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, and and then I guess her next question would be, then why does he keep coming back? Why does he keep wanting to like half try? It's because like that's the thing that like a lot of these bad relationships get into, she's like, but he does come back. And it's like, so he must want to be with me somehow. No, 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 no. He wants you at his convenience. Anytime you get outside of his convenience, he lies and deletes and he gets out and, and he keeps you. To, and, and what people don't want to really admit to is that they, everyone's a narcissist. So they think that, they, that nobody's, as, like, nobody's as confused as they are. This guy is just as fucked up and confused as you are. Like this guy needs some uh, some form of like significant other. He needs someone to boost his confidence. He needs someone to fill the hole. It's lonely for a guy on Sunday just like it's lonely for you on Sunday. So having someone who's convenient for them is always someone they're going to keep around. So don't blame like, oh, well, our shitty relationship might be shitty, but he comes back. No, no, he comes back because he's fucked up too. Right. I agree. Reframe the question as to like, you know, why you want to be with someone who does those things. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do uh, some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Send in your awkward sex. We're getting some good ones, right, Jordana? We get, we get I some... love the next one that we got. This, it was pretty, really <laughs> this funny. Is, this is great. <laughs> J&J, thanks for all the laughs and relatability during this weird time. I have an awkward sexual encounter that has not been covered on the pod yet, uh, so you hopefully enjoy. I had a good first app date with a guy that led to an apartment invite. So I had a good first app date with a guy that led to an apartment invite. As we were walking to his place, he kept adjusting his arm and doing arm circles while complaining about his back and neck. I asked him what was wrong, and he said he tweaked his back, and it has been getting progressively worse. As the walk to his apartment continued, his complaints heightened. 
<laughs> I joked that maybe I shouldn't come over and that I didn't want to hurt his back anymore, LOL. But he insisted I still come over. I, I'd like to interject that, the, that there's no back issues that's going to stop a guy from like, no, Getting, you know, you're right. I'm, I'm feeling a little sore. Yeah, and especially if the girl's like, I don't want to hurt your back any more than it is. And it's like, please come over. She's, right. you know, no, 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 no I, got it, I got it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He mentioned that he tried to use his sports massage gun on his own back earlier, but couldn't reach the spot. I semi-jokingly offered to do it for him, and next thing I know, he's up grabbing the massage gun and taking off his shirt. I spent a good 10 to 15 minutes being his back physical therapist with the massage gun while he directed (laughs) up a little, down a little, to the left. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) P.S., I am definitely not a physical therapist and did not know what I was doing. He kept moaning, and I couldn't tell if it was working or making it worse. Trying to salvage the situation, we started to hook up on the couch, and he's still struggling with his neck. He gets up to pop some more Advil, and I decided to t- it was time to call it quits. As I got into my Uber, I couldn't help but wonder if I was brought back for a hookup or just to help get the hard-to-reach places. Not sure what you would call this, but hope you got to also get a laugh. Sincerely, not your personal physical therapist. I love this one because like, um, massages are a big point of contention. In our in our relationship, I I would agree. I have similar to me. Half the reason I'm in a relationship is for the back scratches and the, and the subtle rubs. rubs and the rubs. I I think that's kind of I <laughs> Jess is quietly not nodding or appro- yeah she's approving. I I am I am a sucker for a good back scratch or a head rub. Do, How do about you, you? Give as much as you get. No, I'm getting. I am I winning the the rub war. I am getting, and I'm like a dog. You know how a dog will like kind yeah. of poke its head, head into yeah. you. I'm doing that, I, and and I know how to lay on top of her so that her hands are directly where I want to be scratched. I've really hey. worked out all the angles on this one. I would say Mike is exactly the same. Yeah. Um, is- <laughs> but it's funny because he'll do this thing, which I find really annoying. Well, he'll like spontaneously rub my back or shoulders for like seven seconds. And then he'll be like, <laughs> and then I know what he's doing where he's yeah. like, he'll do it just to like be like, oh, this is what we're doing now. And then he, he's like, oh, my back really hurts. I'm like, then just say that. Don't pretend this is like an even yeah. <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, I've given up on even Steven. I, I think we, <laughs> I, I. I, I at some point I want to go. No, she likes doing it, which she probably mm-hmm. doesn't. I I I try to give her some scratch, but I don't know. I'm just not as good as it as she is. That's I, that's the <laughs> oldest trick in the book. Do you know how many essays I've gotten written by saying that to a fellow classmate? <laughs> it's a good group project I, line. That's right. No, yeah. you're good at the. You you're know, the best at essay writing. Yeah, you you're really good. Paper. I'll Your edit. grammar's better. <laughs> I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll do the drawing on the front cover of the group project. Exactly. Um, and I wanted, I wanted Theragun mostly so that I can outsource this task to it. Sure. I, I, well, I'm in the scratch game. So I, the Theragun, I do need it on my neck. I've had neck issues because of flying in the past. Um, but I don't know. I, I mean, it is I interesting. I love the visual. I'm sorry. I'm Go on. Go ahead. The visual of what? I was going to say, I just love the idea of a guy like 
because like that's almost the most to me like when it gets insulting when I'm like when I'm doing them the favor he's like to the left more to the left I'm like I'm, I'm like I'm not getting paid for this and yeah, this is what now, this guy now you know what it's her. like now you know what it's like to go down on a woman <laughs> to the left to the right come on harder there harder stay <laughs> don't move don't no there 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 you moved this is what, what? it's like <laughs> Like I now now I get it. Now it makes more sense. So I'm just imagining mm-hmm. like if I was on a first date with someone and they were talking to me like that, it would be like super annoying. <laughs> oh my god, this sounds this is hilarious that he's like because also like I guess what we're learning is a lot of guys are into getting their back rubs and are all a lot of guys are just like babies when it comes to this stuff. So like the idea that he's like uh she's like i could help you out and he's like pops the shirt <laughs> off you know like it's just like oh here's I, the lotion I, yeah, yeah yeah he's just ready to go like it makes sense to me also that he would have, he has no like shame in both asking and like doing the moan and like the ask then and the like the specifying exactly what he wants like immediately i, I mean i can't say that i'm beyond him i have stayed <laughs> I've hooked up with girls more often because of their head scratch ability. Like I've gone back. Right. You know, like I'm like, oh, it's going to be a fun hookup plus the head scratches. I mean, a good massage is like a, it's not something to ignore. You don't just give it up. I, yeah. I you, you don't just, that's a part of the equation. Like if someone's out there with really good nails and like scratching backs, they're hooking up more than not than the people who don't. I'm just saying I, to the women out there. I wonder if you're a masseuse and you're dating. Is that something you're like using or are you kind of like over it? Like you've been doing this all day. You got to be over it. That was a Seinfeld episode, I think. Was it? Yeah, where where he kept trying to get her to do it. That was a Seinfeld episode and like kind of like and then someone paid for the services and he was mad about it. I think that's the episode. Oh, yeah. it was like a, almost like a like, that's funny. <laughs> so um, what would you call this one? What, what would you call it? This is. I had. Um, the let's pain get physical the, therapy. Let's Sorry. get physical I'm spit, therapy. I'm, That's I'm good. I'm spitballing here. I'm interrupting you. Go on. The 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 pain in the neck, the okay. rub down, the masseur, um, and then this was my favorite. My neck, my back, my insurance doesn't cover that. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Got a laugh out of Jess. Oh so my god, I, I was so behind on that the WAP song. Oh, you didn't know it. I like didn't I like knew that it existed, but I didn't like really listen to it because like when do I listen to like the radio or like random sure. songs that come up? And then I listen to it, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm I feel like I'm a hundred years old. This is it, disgusting. It does make <laughs> you feel a hundred years old because you don't want to be the person that's like, how could they? Like you don't right. want to be that person. But wet ass pussy is a <laughs> harsh phrase. We can agree on that, right? Yeah, it's a lot. I think when I'm just like, oh, like everyone, this must be like the jam of the summer. Like, let me like throw it on. Like, and Mike's like, yeah, like put it on. I want everyone's talking about. It. Like, I want to hear it. Yeah, we put it on and we put it on. And we're like thirty seconds. We're like, I don't think we're this kind of couple. I mean, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I definitely. It is catchy. There's some hoes in this house. I, I, I mean, I that put was up a, a funny video. TikTok that yeah, I saw I that before up- <laughs> I listened to it, and I was like, this is sort of insulting. And then I listened to. This. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't just come out of nowhere that I'm calling my girlfriend a hoe. (laughs) Yeah, there's some hoes in this house. It is a catchy hook. Um, It is a catchy song. I feel like it wasn't quite the, like, road trip song that I wanted when I put it on. Sure. For a long (laughs) time. It was right after American Pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> on a nice summer day. You're like, you, you turn on Yacht Rock, you're like, this is more our style. <laughs> if you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do another email. Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. Hit it. Let's do it. All right. Jay and Jay, love the podcast and you both, but I'll get right to it. Basically, I started talking to this guy I met in college. He graduated three years ago. I graduated two years ago, again, during quarantine. And it was it was going really great, just reconnecting and getting to know each other again. Since restrictions were somewhat lifted, we've been trying to make plans to hang out, but it never seems to work out. He'll either text me late night, which I've said is not my style, or make a plan for the next day. Then I won't hear from him until 8 p.m. the next day, if at all. Bullshit. <laughs> she writes in, in parentheses. Yeah, we still talk pretty. It's funny because like I, like I feel like I've been in that situation. And then you get that text and aid, and you're like, literally think like this is bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we still talk pretty regularly, and it's always on the flirty side. But he never prioritizes the plan. I've even called him out on it, and he either laughs it off or sends me a series of flirty emojis. What the fuck? Um, I know I'm not totally innocent in all of this as I st- have still been entertaining the situation, but I can't help myself. I really don't want to give it up. Like, what was the point of the last four months? My question is, where do I go from here? If the solution is forget about it and move on, how do I do that? I know it sounds strange, but after talk- 
talking every single day for so long, I feel like I formed some sort of emotional connection slash bond to him. And I do genuinely enjoy talking to him. I'm just getting to the point where I'm frustrated and it's affecting me in other areas of life. How do I move on from my quote unquote quarantine boyfriend? The situation is start just starting to make me feel a little crazy and considering I'm writing about it to my favorite podcast, maybe I am. Uh, <laughs> thanks for all you do. Sincerely, your most confused and annoyed listener. I love the self-awareness in this email. It's a great, it's a great email. It, it's, um, it's, it's, it's important to the time. I'm sure it's, it's relatable to a lot of people out there. You've spent these last few months on a more enhanced version of texting every night, like with FaceTimes that I'm sure happened and getting to know each other. Like all of this right now, all these like these things that used to just be texting, she's, you know, to most people now are like, well, we've been doing this four months and I've, I've, I've gotten to know the intimate side of their lives. Right. You feel like you really know them and you have like a real bond that like the, pers- yeah. the other person must feel that too because why else would you be talking to someone this intimately for four months yeah and there's also a, another important thing and i don't mean to take this email into another direction but this is the way i don't know if this will comfort her or not or help her release from this guy or not but she wrote something very specific in the message I started talking to this guy I met in college. He graduated three years ago, and I graduated two years ago, again, during quarantine, and it was going really great, reconnecting, getting to know each other again. You always have... I have a lot of things to beware of. Beware of the person that you share life with. History with? Beware <laughs> the person you share share beware history of your with. significant other. Yeah, well, but yeah. beware the person that you went to college with, or from your hometown, or from your high school that kind of pop back up, because mm-hmm. you two immediately share commonalities that make you trust each other more than maybe you should, and a lot of people use that to their advantage, and a lot of guys where it's like. Oh, I know the same streets as you and we know the same people as you. So the trust is built into it where they don't really have to make an effort to make the date with you or to like keep this going because they know that you, you basically it's like in the, they're, they're playing off of the idea of like the box checking that people do with people because, oh, he knows the college and he knows the party and it's all just so much more intimate more quickly, but in a fake way. Like right, these it's aren't a false things, sense of intimacy. It's a false sense of intimacy because, yeah, exactly. Because it's like he didn't have to try to know the bar that you know from college. He didn't have to try and find you and meet you. Like there was no real effort in getting to know you because it was already built in to you guys coming upon each other. So like I don't know how this started or how this relationship like got going, but this happens a lot with like, Guys who respond to your Instagram stories from college and guys who respond, you know, to like or, or comment or like your your Instagram post because they're like they're basically using the trust you have with the same history to like get into get into your like uh, romantic life. Do you, right. do you hear what I'm saying? And, no, I could totally see that. I feel like I would be much more likely to like talk to you and, and you know, I would feel like if. 
I'd rather someone that I went to school with or that came from the same town as me message me because then I'm like, oh, I know the people they used to hang out with. I have a sense sure. of who this person is. I don't need to like figure that out like you would from a stranger on the internet. You're like, I know what this person's deal is, even if you like don't really. I mean, she wrote, and so I really don't uh, know it's like like it doesn't sound strange. Like I think she needs to like let herself off the hook. I really, uh, I know it sounds strange, but after talking every single day for so long, I feel like I've formed some sort of emotional connection bond to him. No, that's totally normal. Yeah. Totally normal, especially, that's totally normal for someone you've been texting with for four months during what's going on in the world and, you know, everyone's a little bit more vulnerable than they used to be. It's even more understandable considering they have the college background together. Right. What do you think is this guy's deal, though? Like, I don't understand. I kind of I, I'm with her in the sense of like, I don't understand why he would be talking to her for four months and then just like not have it's, any interest in meeting up with her. It's really easy. Well, because it's really easy to talk to someone for four months. It's not intimately. Hard. I feel like there's some I mean, I don't know what their conversations were like, but like if you're FaceTiming and texting someone every day, like I have to imagine that take that. That means so I, I can see it where in her head. She's probably like, doesn't this mean anything to this person? Well, it, it means something, but he's getting out of it. Like you ha and I say this all the time. He has to right now. Emotionally, he might be getting all he needs. Like to some people, some people are on the dating app just to get the match. Some people are, are, are texting with you just to get the text. So, you know, not everyone's texting like. So you're saying well, he doesn't want to date or he would sleep with her because he's texting her at 8 p.m.? I'm saying that he will hang with her at his convenience. This, mm -hmm. is, this is all about convenience. He's Guys collect options. He has collected her as an option, but the way we get the options is really um, by any means necessary. It, it, right. You know, it is by using the college connection is by getting you to respond to an Instagram. You know, she says he sends emojis and flirt. It's flirty. She said, we still talk pretty regularly and it's always on the flirty side. Maybe this is just him getting his flirty stuff out. But guys collect options for when they are in a pinch and want excitement when on their time. That's the way he's operating. Right. And I feel for her because it's so, I mean, like, I guess that's the downside of this quarantine dating is that it, you could be talking to someone for four months and not know that that's what they're interested in. Like, if you're, yeah. if you meet someone in the real, like, not in this situation, you would know fairly quickly if they, like, didn't ask you to do something that they were this kind of guy. But, like, now it's like she's already, she feels emotionally invested sure. in four months. It's much harder, I think, I don't want to speak for everyone, but for a lot of women to be like, emotionally speaking to a bunch of people and then like doing what men do, like you're saying that they do, I think we're more likely to be like, okay, this is going really well with this guy. I'm going to like invest emotionally in this. And then like, I feel like this is much more likely to, to work out. I have a connection that's not happening with everyone. I feel secure. Yeah. Um, so she, I can see why she's like, I don't want to like, she wants to let go, but she's like, Oh, I don't want to like take the loss of this four months where I spent, spent like building this relationship with this person. Yeah, and I, 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 I agree with you. I that kind of makes me think they're like they're both each other's drug dealer. They're just giving each other different drugs. Like he gives her the emotional masturbation of a guy that she's connecting with and that could be something more. And she's giving him the flirty, fun, you know, dopamine drip 
that comes with like a hot girl messaging you and 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 being up for hanging out at some point like she said that she's like he he texts me late night that's a big thing too and she goes it's not my style well at a certain point he's basically sitting there being like well let's see if uh, and you know this he's saying i know what i want and you're going it's not my style but how about this and he's going no and (laughs) you know and now you're back at square one again it's a vicious cycle and she says i know i'm innocent and i'm not innocent like i loved her email because she goes, I'm not totally innocent in all this. I've been entertaining the situation. Well, there has to be a point where she says, you know, there are phases to all interpersonal relationship. What they're doing now is what you do in the beginning. She wants the next phase. He might right. not be that guy. And she has to ask for the next phase or, and leave this current phase because he's looking to stay in this phase forever. Right. It just sucks that like she has to be on the offensive with that. And I get that. It's like, yeah, like because because now you're at a at a, she's at a point where she can't just kind of like be passive. Like because the guy is taking advantage of the situation and he's not going to do anything unless she stops speaking mm-hmm. to him. And so she yeah. really has to like be on the offense and and like go out there with this whole like, this is what I want. Doesn't seem like you want that, too. Now I'm going to like, you know, state my purpose or do this thing sure. when like if this guy actually felt that way i if i were her i would feel like he kind of owed it to me to be like hey like i know like like we have this like connection and like i was talking to you a lot but like i'm really just like not ready to like real i don't really want to like date he's not gonna well, say that he's not gonna say that for her it's annoying i'm annoyed on her behalf that he that she now has to like break up with herself well, she has to be on the uh, yeah. Well, I think there's another part that that you kind of miss is, is that she has to be on the offensive for like what she wants, and she has to be on the defensive. She has to ignore him texting late night, ignore reactions to her right. her Instagram stories, and she said, and so that sucks. Like to be on both sides, she has to block him off and tell him where she wants to go, and it's like. Yeah, I'm with you. Like it's it's um frustrating and he's not going to get the message. I mean, she said it's starting to affect in other areas of my life. She probably feels, "Why am I not worth going on the date? Why am I not? Right. Why won't he move?" And it's like it's not about you. It's not personal at that point. I think how would you tell her like what should she do? Well, here's what I would do and like it's as hard to do if you're kind of stuck on one person. I would end it, although that's very difficult, right? So it's hard to to say that thing. I know it's much easier said than done to say, you know, the next time he like that doesn't you, you do the thing that you said where, where where you usually suggest of like, "Hey, I'd like to go on a date on like X day. Like text me. Let's te- like text me if you want to set something up." Yeah. That's one way to do it. Right. That's like aggressive. Or you could say if you're reading the situation, it doesn't seem like you're really interested in going out on like a date at a normal time. And like, honestly, it kind of bothers me that you don't really text that you're not messaging me until like much later in the day. Mm -hmm. So like. Let's just, you know, it it doesn't seem like we want the same things and kind of move on that way. Another thing also kind of hard to do. Here's the problem with that. When you say it doesn't seem like you he will say he likes her and believe it. 
He'll go, no, I do want to go on a date. No, I do like you. He's making the date and then canceling the next day at 8 p.m. Like, you know, like I I think that's like the major problem is that this guy, he does believe he likes her. He likes her. But it's like I, I think if a lot of people get in this situation where they try to tell someone else how they feel and then they disagree with them and they go and then they get back to square one. Okay. So then how would you phrase it? I would phrase it like, hey. I want dates. <laughs> like, you do I the, would, fir- the first thing I said. You would say, right, I would do the of. first thing, but I, I also like, I think I agree with you where it's like, this has gone on long enough. Like I, I do think like breaking up with him, even though there's nothing to break up with is, right. Is She's the, breaking is, up with herself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so you go like, I don't even think it seems like it, it would be like, Hey, I'm, I'm generally annoyed with you. This is not the relationship I want. I think a lot of people like are embarrassed to admit they're in a relationship. It doesn't have to be like we're boyfriend and girlfriend to be a relationship. You two are in a relationship. So like saying right. to him, hey, this relationship isn't working for me. We're not even. A re- He's not going to come back with we're not in a relationship. You are in an interpersonal relationship. Jordana, you and I are in a relationship. We are in a, a partnership on this podcast. We are right. friends. That's a relationship. So. For her, you don't think there's she, a chance he comes, he reads that and is like, is like, I didn't realize we were in a relationship. No, that's fucked up. You, okay. He knows he is talking romantically with this woman. Like that's, right. th- that's crazy of him. And, and, and guys don't care about sounding crazy. So he won't even care about that. But that, if he did I'd go that I'd be worried about sounding crazy if I exa- said that. So it's that's good to know that. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit about sounding crazy. He, but just knows it's not crazy to say, hey, this relationship as it is right now doesn't work for me. You constantly cancel on me. You, you then flirt with me and then make no effort to try and court me or woo me or pursue me. Pursue is probably the word she wants to use because it's not the 1820s. So you make no effort to pursue me. I feel... Um, unloved, unwanted, and I don't want to be in any type of relationship with a person that would make me feel this way. So that being said, I'm going to stop texting with you. I'm going to have to remove you from my social media sphere because that's what's going to help me feel better. And I don't wish you bad, but I can't keep in this cycle that we're in right now. That, and you I know that's hard to do. You don't think there's a chance he'll come back with like, oh, no, like I actually like I'm sorry that you feel that way. I actually like do really want to hang out. I've just been things have been really crazy lately. I, I mean, Whatever. at that at that point, where do you what, what do you then what's the next step? So that's what I don't know. That's what I'm yeah, saying. I, I would say, well, I, I guess you missed out then. Good luck. Because right. I, I think that's like the if you buy into that, then you're buying into like. You know, the, you, like what is the uh, the definition of insanity is doing the, doing same, the thing same thing over and over and, again and expecting different results. So now that's the same thing you just did. He's been busy. He's been not making dates. It's not like if he had said like, hey, I've been really busy lately. You're totally right. I've treated you the wrong way. Um, I will go. I, I, I would love to take you out this Friday at eight o'clock. This restaurant like that's a different thing. If he says that, do you think she should do that? 
Uh, I don't think she should, but I wouldn't be. I blame her if she did. Blame her if she didn't. I'd be like, right. And then you, and, and then let's see how it goes. But like again, if the first, if the if the first date took a month, how long will the second date take? If the second date took two months, how long will the third date take? Like, right. At at, the, at this point, like again, you're back in that option zone where it's like. I'm just kept around for when they can make a date. Like what do you, when you're feel or when they're feeling kind of lonely and want to like, or put like to acting the, on something or put in a position of losing an option. Oh no, wait, I'm going to lose an option. Let's do date and dinner. Like I, I, right. that's kind of how it feels to me. Yeah, I agree. It's like I said, it's kind of like swimming against the tide. Like you're yeah. just going to be in this situation where you're constantly fighting the person. If I were her also just one last tip for her, I would say, Get on the apps because like it's really easy to kind of take whatever you can get when that's your only option. Mm. But when there's someone else exciting that you could potentially meet or that you're talking to and this isn't the only person like it's easy to get, I think, wrapped up in your head and think like this is the only person that this is like my only prospect. This is the only person that I could potentially see a relationship happening with. This is like all I've got to take what I can get here. But I think if you're talking to a lot of people, Mm -hmm. You don't like that's every every good conversation you have decreases that feeling a little bit. And so much of that has to do with, oh, we went to college together. We know each other. We know each other's friends like he's using that to his advantage, whether he knows it or not. So that's why she feels she's like, I, I again, her email makes so much sense. She's like, I can't believe how into this I am. I can't believe I can't let go of this. I can believe it. I get it too. I don't. Yeah. That would, I would be me as well. I think like in, and also just remember that like if you met him, it probably you probably built him up into being a lot better and cooler than he actually is. And if you actually did wind up going out with him, I'm sure those feelings would be like brought a little bit back down to like where they normally would. Yeah, and and again, yeah, it's I'm I'm with you. It's uh, this is hard because these are the things of like I you know you can't tell someone how to feel. And I can hear how she feels, you know, like I and she's like, I got to go back to square one. I already divulge. No, take the things you liked about him, the the things you felt good about and use them to judge the next person. You should feel that good. But you also shouldn't feel this bad. Right. I agree. Everything's a learning experience. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some games. Let's play some games. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Red flag deal breaker. You ready? I'm ready. 
They have one single pillow on their bed. Um, that's a red flag for me, but I will. I think it's easily fixable. I'll bring a pillow. Yeah, I mean, if it's I saw a, a woman, it's a little weird for a woman to have a single pillow. Like I, like I, it is funny though. Like Jess and I, since we Who moved in, it? like, I mean, I, I would find a way onto that pillow. I'd be <laughs> like, I, I, but it, like for a woman and I, I again, I live by this like, you can't have two people that are like messy. You know, okay. like I, yeah. I'm the single pillow guy more. I'm more towards single pillow land than I am a thousand pillow land. So I need someone with like, who knows that that's not appropriate. Yeah. I, I, Even two pillows is tough. Cause like I usually sleep with two. So it'd be like, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess, guess you're shit out of luck. I, 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 we're, we're in this zone with our bed where we have two large pillows each. So it's okay. funny because I will create a V with my pillows. I create a V where I put my head in between the V of the two pillows and okay. then the the angles go out around my body. So it's funny because now Jess is kind of doing like a this little too. Pillow She's hat? little pillow hat. Like I'm uh I'm like in the pillow V. I'm in the vagina of this pillow. Okay. So I Jess is kind of looked over at me and she's like mm, I, that, I could do that too so now we're just two people that kind of sleep alone on our own in between our own pillows like it's it's kind of evolved into this hilarious oh, that's really world of- funny <laughs> mike has yeah. a mike has a uh, has a wall he makes a pillow wall so that i can't yeah. touch him which i find <laughs> very insulting just this morning i woke up like at 6 a.m just by accident so i went to the bathroom and I come back and i guess my rustling had woken him up and he yeah. like he like sort of woke up for a second. He's like about to say something. I'm like, oh, he's gonna like try to like snuggle me. He goes, "Where's the wall?" <laughs> <laughs> someone, yeah, the levee has the broken. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, it is. It's one of those things. And I've said this. We've talked about this before. Where it's like, I can't believe that we've all signed. Like, we just uh, sleeping with your significant others. Just like, of of course. Like, I can't believe. That there's not one couple Same that's bed like forever. Yeah, why wouldn't we do this? And it's like I can think of a thousand reasons we wouldn't do this. Right. It really it changes the way you think of like merging your lives. Like not only are you merging like assets, friends, family, but also like we're gonna share one bed forever. I I when I was single, I never understood the I I I hated the Sunday sleepover so much. Ugh, that's like, so great. Why did you hate well, them? Because it first of all, it felt like a way of a woman feeling more connected in a relationship. Like if she totally. got the Sunday sleepover, this is work things, night. Things, yeah, things were good. And I was like, yeah, but again, could we choose a worse night to do a sleepover? Like. When are when you're at your fartiest, when you're at your fullest, when you're at your fattest, and you're like, "Come here, I want to wrap my arms around you." It's like, "No, get the fuck away from me." Ah, uh, Sundays it's are the Sunday. best days to be held. I don't want to be. Uh, I want to be held by my pillow that doesn't, you know, do, that knows not to touch the, you know, my belly button to make me feel fat. That's funny. <laughs> I I disagree on that one, but well, to each their own. Let's do All another. Right. Their dog is named after their ex. That's a deal breaker for me. That that's a little too like like vindictive and they're clearly like 
What's the word? Oh, like I never little, even thought of it. Thought of it that way. Oh, I was like, oh, like they're like, it's like a mean thing or something. Like she was name a bitch, so I'm gonna after. name the bitch after her. Yeah, I, right. That, so that's yeah, why I my dog's name my is mind. Lauren. <laughs> yeah, right? I, never, <laughs> I never thought of it that way. Oh, what did you think of it? Like as a as like a. Just I, I actually thing? thought I I guess. I guess the way I thought of it was stupid because I. I thought <laughs> this is revealing of my reading retention and how good I was in school. Uh, but when I read it, I was like, oh, they got a dog together and they named and it was the same. And I guess the if they had a dog together, then they wouldn't. If I was dating a Rachel and we named the dog Rachel, that'd be weird. That wouldn't happen. Oh, no, I assumed like they got it after them. Yeah, they yeah they got it after that that makes way more sense what if it's what if it's the dog they used to own together like would it's you named be okay after i no, think no, it's no, very they, weird no that's how i thought of it initially what if they had a, the, you're you're dating a guy who has a dog but he used to own it with his ex forget the naming thing forget the naming thing and okay, I'm fine with it if one person has just kept the dog. If they have like some weird joint custody shit, I'm like not really into that. That happens a lot. That happens with these dogs, and I'm I, yeah, I'm 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 with you. If it's a joint custody always, thing, it, there like, should always be an agreement of like when you get the dog. Like if we break up, you get the dog or I get the yeah. dog. Like it's not a child. Oh, really? Like there's no reason to <laughs> like I, I got visitation. Right. Once a month with my ex-girlfriend. Like, what? What are you talking about? Right. But what will the, you know, the dog is going to miss it. Like, the dog will get over it. It's a dog. The dog will look at the next person who feeds them and love them just as much. Right. To me, though, if someone was sharing, you agree, if someone was sharing a dog yeah, with I'm their out. ex? Yeah, I'm out. It's too much to sort through too early without a kid, like without a human life being at risk. But if they, if they kept it, you're fine with it? Yeah, like I'm the X is out of yeah, the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. X is out of the picture. Yeah, that would. You can be you can adopt it. <laughs> I'll be I'll be the stepdad. Exactly. <laughs> um, last one. They have a tattoo with a Chinese symbol on it, but they don't know what it means. I guess this would be a red flag because I just the idea that you were so kind of just not in touch with like how big a deal a tattoo is to me you know like i right. can't see us really being hitting it off i kind of agree i feel like it would be like a very big turn off if like yeah non-mean like to have this like non-meaningful tattoo that you didn't even think about it goes on like your body yeah you even think about it <laughs> like like i mean it, if it's, we not, thing, it's not important like, look at it all up. yeah like look, look it, it up. up like you can ask one person <laughs> like why you can't figure this out like right. to be that not in tune with what's going on on your appearance, I would be like, I don't, I don't know. Right. It's one thing that they were like, oh, I got this when I was like 16. I was like kind of, I didn't even think about it. But like if you hadn't looked it up <laughs> since then. It means, yeah, I got one 16. It means tranquility. I was a different person back then. I really <laughs> liked. That's one you know, thing I think I could deal with that. Yeah. That's fine. I'm, I'm okay. Not knowing is like, come on. Right. What else don't really you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you're lying to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, that well, we did it. We did it once again, Jordana, right? We solved dating. 
We solve dating. If you're out there and you're still listening, keep spreading the word. Keep sending your emails, UUP at Betches.com. And we'll be back next episode. Bye. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Abby Lloyd. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at, at UUPPod on Instagram and email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.